Welcome, welcome, welcome to yet another edition of the Red Carpet to Trailer Trash Podcast. My name is Ian Collins, and joining me as always is Mr. Connor Roth. How are you doing, Connor? I am doing fine today, Ian, and I am awful excited. And I assume that would be because for the first time, we have a third participant. That would be Mr. Cody Perone. Howdy. How's it going, guys? It's going pretty, pretty well. Pretty good, pretty good. Um, so this is... Normally, where Ian and I just shoot the shit over some nonsense, uh, but the, it's, it's mostly just how depressing the world is. I figured for this <laughs> this episode, I'd ask you, Cody. Um, so, like, we're we're doing a special Halloween episode because uh, this is going to come out probably right around Halloween if our editor gets his shit together. <laughs> Um, I'm the editor. <laughs> so uh, very we're, unreliable. We're talking, <laughs> we're talking a lot about horror movies. So uh, how, Cody, how do you feel about horror movies? I mean, honestly, I kind of yeah. know the answer to this, but this is more for the honestly, listener. Yeah. This is that's just like a lawyer to ask a question he already knows the answer yeah, to. Yeah, honestly, I love horror movies. They've always been a big thing for me. Um, whenever I was younger, my dad. It, I mean, it's weird because there's a lot of genre of horror movies, and technically, Jaws is considered one. Um, but uh, mm-hmm. I actually that was one of my first favorite scary movies that and Ghostbusters and um, my dad was always laughed because he would like sit me down to watch Jaws and it would I would be so captivated by it and not scared he was like you're like five years old watching Jaws like (laughs) and then then still going to the beach and like running in like take me Jaws but it's just like uh, I don't know it was just always something from then and then like I feel like one of the big things about scary movies for me is just like it makes me feel something. So like I don't know if whether it's like fear or just just like the pure adrenaline from it, but I always like I love the feeling of watching a horror movie and then like it never keeps me up at night, man. <laughs> like I don't know what it is. It's just something that I I've always enjoyed watching and then uh, making other people push through it, which is funny because a lot of my my closest friends that I hang out with hate horror movies and my fiance doesn't like horror movies either. She has to put up with me <laughs> doing my reviews on Instagram all uh, October because I will try to watch one every night. Obviously, that doesn't happen because life and shit happens. So uh, I get to them as much as I right. can. But yeah, she she kind of has to deal with that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm in that exact same boat. And you put it, you, you, you phrased it really well because I, I, I love horror movies. I love watching them. And like, it, it, it's hard to pin down exactly why but the the adrenaline surge or like the it makes you feel something is exactly i I just love that like tense on edge feeling yeah yeah, i was gonna say is it the tension because that's something that like it always that's that's always been my personal favorite part of the horror movie isn't even the 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 climax and when things are happening it's more of the the uncertainty and the expectation that something is going to happen yeah that will really catch you off guard and just waiting to see when it when it comes I through. feel like most people don't understand that though like I feel like we're like the horror movie people are like a rare breed because like whenever I explain that shit to people they like look at me and like my, my fiance is like he's gonna kill me one day <laughs> it's just like he's he's a murderer <laughs> like and like we'll watch scary movies together and like someone will be like getting killed or something's happening and she's like hiding behind a blanket and she like looks at me and I just I'm sitting on the couch with like a straight face just analyzing 
analyzing it and she's like what is wrong with you <laughs> like why how, how are you not scared or even showing any bit of emotion it's just like i just get inside my head at that point and just like just analyze everything see what's going on with it and then just like feel that fear or adrenaline whatever it may be but it, it just like it, it brings me to life we'll say that <laughs> Just just sitting there watching some like body horror or torture porn, oh my and then God. <laughs> she and then then you're like just and she's sitting there terrified, and you're just chomping yeah, away dude. popcorn. It's like, hey, do you want some? <laughs> and she's just like throwing up and just like hiding her face, screaming at me to turn it off. But uh, yeah, that stuff, and, and then that's why I feel like a lot of people, whenever I talk to my fiance about it, she'll say something about like horror movies to someone they're like oh what horror movies do you like and then i have to get into it i'm not just going to be like yeah it's this type of horror movie to that it's like psychological monster uh paranormal body horror like all that stuff and then they're just like ah, i don't fucking care they're just like okay thanks for asking my opinion <laughs> so, then <laughs> so what what uh what is your favorite like genre i would say paranormal so like um and, and it kind of goes both ways like um Hereditary, I would say, is one of my favorite horror movies at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, Very it's, solid one. It's one of the yep. most solid ones, in my opinion, because once it, like, starts, it doesn't let up, in my opinion. And that's, like, what I like. And it's just, like, once things happen in the movie, uh, you're just, like, watching it, and you're just like, oh, shit, that's fucking crazy. And then the head uh, fucking telephone pole scene, and then you're just, like, I feel, mm-hmm. like, you honestly feel... The, the scene yeah, from the you movie. honestly feel, like, whenever that happened, I was like, I don't know if I feel all right. Like, that that scene, and then the pure, like, emotion of, like, the brother, like, just dealing with it, and then the mom finding, and I was just like, fuck me, man. Like, this is insane. Uh, and then... Just takes yeah, your breath away. Yeah, and then away. it gets to the end, and then it just keeps going, and then, like, the mom in the attic, the fucking, like, uh, I don't know. I don't want to, like, I this episode wasn't supposed to be about fucking hereditary, so I don't want to keep going into it, but, I mean, like... I mean, it can really be about I, I, anything. This yeah, is, this is like, a... just the scene, and uh, do we give away, like, spoilers? Like, is this a thing where we actually go into the movies? Because I don't want to, like, fuck shit up and, like, talk about stuff. Uh, it kind of depends. It's it's case by case, it really. It varies. But... We, we usually try to give a spoiler warning of, like, skip ahead 30 seconds. Yeah, so I gotcha. If you're going to do I, that, I, just... I think now might be a good time to just have a blanket spoiler yeah, warning. Yeah, because I'm... I'm kind of a spoiler king anyway. So if someone asks me, like, what a movie, my fiance is always like, highbrow. Like, don't get into it. And I'm just like, listen, this person got their head cut off. This dude got his dick cut off. And then they're just – and the people are just, like, staring at me like, we don't give a shit. And I'm just like, listen, I'm real excited about this movie. You're going to have to listen to me. But, uh, yeah, the the part with, the like, the spoiler alert shit um, – the part with the mom, like, sawing her fucking head off, like, that was – like you thought yeah. it wasn't going to get worse after the telephone pole scene and then they fucking she cuts her head off like with a fucking piano wire and you're just like good god like yeah that one that one makes you feel something i don't know how good it is but it makes you feel something Th- this might be an unpopular opinion about hereditary but i think the creepiest scene in that movie and i don't i don't know why it it just stuck with me is when the son is like it's kind of towards the end the son's wandering around the house and there's just that like naked old guy waving at him. Oh my god! From yeah. the closet or whatever it was. <laughs> that part. I, that. 
it just stuck with me. I don't know why. No, yeah. I mean, any. I feel like any time you see like just a weird naked old man, <laughs> it's gonna stick with you. Even like whenever he goes into. That's what my therapist said. <laughs> I just keep seeing these naked old men everywhere, and it's like, what does it mean? It happens strangely frequently. <laughs> Who knows? But like, even like whenever you see them at the end, and they're like all naked in the fucking treehouse too, and and shit, it's just like, what the fuck? Like, the the director was just like, I'm gonna take an idea and. I'm going to fucking run with it. <laughs> and, and I mean, it worked out. Um, I, I think in my opinion, a lot of people say, uh, Midsummer is easier to watch than hereditary, which I, I agree with, but I don't think it's on the same level in my opinion as hereditary. It's definitely a good flick. Like I would say, if you like the director's first movie, definitely check out Midsummer. but, uh, hereditary just like knocked it out of the park for me. I think we've talked about Midsummer on, on this before. Yeah, a couple times. And that was pretty I much think. the conclusion we drew, which it was good, but it's I it was nowhere close to hereditary. It's more of a weird yeah. movie than it is necessarily a horror movie. I don't movie. think yeah. Yeah, I don't think I ever it. laughed during Hereditary. I definitely laughed during Midsummer. Oh, the <laughs> the scene with the women yep. surrounding yep. the couple. Oh fuck it! Just get him, I was giving him a little the push, man. Just I, I lost my mind. I was yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was in the theater, and just at least half the people just burst out laughing the second that. I happened. don't know how you couldn't. Like literally, like I went with a couple of my buddies, and my one friend was just like, "Yeah, I went and saw it myself. I think I need to see it again by myself." And after I saw that scene, I like walked out of the theater. I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about? You have to see it again by yourself." <laughs> Like, what you doing to the movie? Like, I don't Like, that's that's kind of weird. Yeah, I just need to. I need to see it by myself, sitting in the back of the theater, where wearing wearing a hooded sweatshirt and a trench coat. <laughs> All right, let's let's not cast perverted uh, assumptions on the Cody. I was going to say that's my friend. No, I'm the one to do yeah. it first. And I mean, he. He knows that I that I also cast that upon him because I was like, that's a weird movie to go watch by yourself again, man. But no. Um, but I, I'm excited to see what um, – what's that director's name? I totally forget. Ariadne? No. Ari yeah, Aster? Ari Aster, that's it. Yeah, he – I'm excited to see what he does next. And with anything mm -hmm. A24 too, like when A24 picks up a film, I'm usually oh, yeah. all for it anyway. So um, – I'm definitely excited to see what he has in the back of that crazy ass mind of his. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, so I guess, Ian, what is what's your genre of horror? Your preferred genre of horror? Before we you know jump into this, I would say I think the best is usually psychological, but my personal favorite is Scream because it it's just like I I think that's the best slasher that I've seen just because I really appreciate the meta sort of turning the turning the expectations on yeah. its head talking about slasher films and and incorporating that into it like obviously a lot of people go towards Halloween being the best slasher just because it's it's what sort of started the genre but I I've always been partial to scream all right all right um yeah, so do you guys? We should. We should. Well, we already kind of dissected Hereditary a little yeah. bit, but uh, we should jump into some. Uh, I don't want to say recent movies, but movies that we have been watching recently. 
And uh, do, do we? Does anyone have anything that they'd really like to talk about? I mean, does anyone want to push for a movie, or should we just kind of throw a dart? Well, I was here? gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna ask Cody. You on your uh, on your Instagram that you uh, review, which is Lachinsky Reviews. Yeah, I suppose we should plug uh, that real quick. <laughs> you've, yeah, you've you've gone through about one a day so far so that's about 25 26 yeah. movies what uh what's been your favorite one so far favorite one um i like I, I it's it's hard for me and i made the list of movies that i'm watching like two months in advance because i've watched so many horror movies that it's like i can't even decide which one to watch anymore it's just like sometimes it's like a difficult time for me so it's just like i try to get other people's opinions on horror movies because obviously there's a lot of dog shit horror movies out there that <laughs> you shouldn't watch <laughs> but i've noticed that like shutter the the streaming service and uh ifc mm -hmm. midnight have been releasing some stellar ones and that's actually i i've noticed it and i reference in a lot of my reviews that like these are kind of like the ones that uh i've been watching a lot of this year and ones that i'm i'm really liking um, I know one movie that um, we had been talking about before it was uh, The Wretched, Wretched um, and it's done by IFC Midnight. So um, that's definitely one that I would say uh, we should talk about because it, it's definitely a good one. But I would say my favorite of the year, and I don't know if you guys have watched it yet um, or heard of it. Have you heard of the movie Host? No, well, I I did. Uh, you texted that to me. Yeah, and I I didn't get around to it. Yeah, I just I only I'm only aware of it because you had posted a review of it on your on your yeah. page. Other than that, I hadn't seen. It. I actually hadn't even heard of Shutter until over the weekend. Really? <laughs> Somehow I yeah I it just popped up as like a an ad on YouTube, and I'm like, what the fuck is Shutter? <laughs> and then. Then uh, I happened to hop on and look at your uh, reviews the next day. I'm like, this is the second time I've seen reference to Shudder in the last 24 hours. And I hadn't heard of it at all before yeah, this. It's, it's pretty good. They, I mean, they don't have a crazy amount of movies on there. Uh, they'll have some originals, which is what I kind of went for because most of the other movies you can pretty much watch anywhere. But Host is one of their originals. And actually, the I would I was reading up on it the other day. Uh, and the director of the movie ended up filming himself, first of all. Um, and he went up to explore his attic. And it was like this kind of the same plot. He was like with his friends on um, Zoom. And he was like in his attic like trying to talk to spirits and like something happens i didn't watch his his short um but after he like released the short it ended up picking up so much like traction and people were like freaking out about how much they liked it he ended up like going with shutter and creating this movie and it's only like it's only like 50 to 60 minutes long so it's not very very long but like it was Honestly, my first five of the the year, when it, like with my ranking or first five of October, like I, I, at one point I was like holding my face and like 
my jaw was numb because I was so freaked out. I was just like, wow, like that doesn't happen to me very often. And I had ordered like fucking Taco mm-hmm. Bell like two hours before that on DoorDash. And like it was like the the driver was at a house like 15 minutes away from me for like the entire like two hour trip. And I was like, what the fuck's <laughs> happening? And then I get a notification that it was delivered. And I walked outside after the movie was over and like there was no food there. I was like, nah, fuck this. Like <laughs> the ghost is messing <laughs> with my my DoorDash app. Like what the hell's happening? Like. It, I was legitimately freaked out after that. I was like, wow, I'm going to have to like watch some like stupid YouTube videos to get myself off this one. But I would definitely. <laughs> yes, that's mm-hmm. it. That's the that's the horror remedy. Yeah. I used to do that uh, all the time. It's just like watch some fucking fail videos or something like that on, on YouTube just to be like, OK, I feel OK with myself going to sleep. <laughs> I can now. calm down now. <laughs> but yeah, I would... so the, the promise of host, um, it's like a, like a kind of like a chat room that it demonic presence starts to appear to the people i i just read a little bit of the description it's it's um that so it's a bunch of friends meeting because it's made in 2020 so it's like the um coronavirus and everything and your uh social distancing so it's a bunch of friends that just like get on for their like weekly meeting and the one friend ended up deciding to bring a like a median uh, on with them and they ended up doing a seance during their ho- like during the Zoom meeting. And then like the um, not to get too into it, but the um, like I said, I ruin everything, but uh, not to get the the medium ends up leaving and then shit just starts happening to them and they get her back every now and then. But like a spirit ends up coming into the like um into the different cameras and like just fucking with everyone. And it just, it gets wild, man. Like it, it, it kind of just picks up so fast that you're just like shocked by it. And you're just like, Oh shit, this is really happening. And then shit hits the fan and then it's over. And you're just like, Oh, it's, it's fucking over. <laughs> like, holy shit. Uh, but I would definitely say if anybody's looking for a movie to rattle themselves this October, watch Host. And you can do it on... You kind of sold me on that. I might try to figure out how to watch it Yeah, now. if you have Amazon Prime, you get, like, a seven-day free trial of um, Shudder. You could just go on and, like, click it. I always, like, click it and then go and cancel it. Hopefully Shudder doesn't, like, listen to this. And they're just like, we're going to, like, ban this kid's <laughs> account. But, like, uh, but yeah, I, I usually just go on and then immediately go on and cancel the free trial. And you still get the seven days. And I don't have to pay for it. I've been uh, swung mm-hmm. into too many of those subscriptions that I, like, noticed, like, I've been paying for, like, three months and not using. So <laughs> I try to cancel as soon as possible. That's yeah. how they get you. <laughs> I think you're probably safe. I mean, if Shudder listens to this, I will subscribe We've to Shudder it. for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, if Shudder listens to this, they deserve my $6 yeah. a month. Yeah, Shudder, <laughs> come on. They uh, <laughs> Listen to this podcast. Uh, so basically, for for host, the two things that I've basically it made me think of were, one, the origins sound a lot like how Lights Out started. Yeah. Uh did did you ever see that short and then the the subsequent movie? I haven't seen the short. I saw the movie. I didn't know it was a short. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. the the short is significantly okay. better. Yeah, I was gonna say. I, sh- yeah, the the actual movie I didn't really enjoy too much. Yeah, no, that's I've I, I you can I think it's only nine minutes something like that nine or so minutes on uh youtube you can find it it's definitely it's definitely worth a watch yeah i mean Um, that that but then also sorry go ahead ian 
I was also going to say, so Host just sounds like a better version of the movie Unfriended. I haven't watched was, Unfriended either, but I, yeah, I mean, I that's one of those movies where I was like, I feel like this is going to be bad, so I'm not going to watch it anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've heard that the second one is actually pretty good, but that the the first one just it's huh. just kind of. I'm surprised dumb. the second one even got made. What, the, yeah. what happened there? <laughs> uh, but I, I was gonna say so the the lights out short. Uh, this is probably a few years back, and you know around Halloween before I like this was back in college, so I didn't really watch the horror movies, but I used to watch a lot of horror shorts on YouTube. Yeah, that one genuinely. I think that's that's like the last time I remember being like actually freaked out for like a significant period of time after watching something that's only like four minutes long or whatever. Shit. Like, I would absolutely recommend it. It's great. Yeah, I got some homework then. I'll, I'll definitely watch that because <laughs> that sounds awesome. I always love whenever shit can freak me out, so I'm all in. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it may have actually – it's sort of what spawned the – it's something that I think people are doing for TikTok now, where it has that uh, sort of the ghostly figure in the darkness. I think it's become a lot more common and people have like seen examples of it more recently. But the just the the original short is just so well done and so effective. It's definitely worth a watch. I think it's one of like short film awards. Damn. I think so. I mean, yeah, if it gets yeah. made into a movie, I feel like it had to have won something. <laughs> I don't think that they're going to be like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, this one was watched ten times. We should make this into a movie. Uh, but definitely I would say and that's like one of those things where it's just like with them making it into a movie and the short being better, it's just like we don't need a full movie for some things. Just leave it alone. And that's why I like host to only <laughs> being 50 minutes because it's just like – like, be real, you don't want to add a bunch of just random garbage into a movie just to make it an hour and a half long. Uh, I would rather it be mm-hmm. packed full of good, like, interesting material and good scares and just get it get it over with. Because, like I said, after it, it ends, you're just like, shit, that's it. Like, it ended fine. Like, I, it wasn't anything I would want to change or anything, but it was just like, shit. Like, it kind of hits you. It was like, shit, that ended. Now I got to think about this all night. So... Uh, I think like that might be the, one of those things with like how Lights Out was, and I definitely want to watch Host uh, original short as well, just so I can see like where he came from because I heard that it like just went crazy viral, and that's the reason why he decided to team up with Shutter. That's that's mm-hmm. a pretty unique circumstance there that he just filmed this pretty pretty creepy viral ghost ish short or whatever, and then. Next thing you know, you're making a movie. I mean, people have gotten popular off of way less, like a sex tape. I suppose that's true. Calling out Kim Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, Ian, uh, did you the news. end up watching uh, the Wretched? I did not okay, watch the Wretched. I, I, that's I can't remember. Oh yeah, because I texted you under the shadows is what I was probably going to do, but I was a liar. <laughs> so I mean, we can talk about that. Just. Oh, Let's just go ahead and talk about the wretched because it sounded like Cody had yeah uh, a fair bit to say about that movie. And frankly, you two are the horror experts, and I'm more just like to sample a little <laughs> bit of everything. So I'll trust trust your guys's judgment. Uh, yeah, so let, I'll I'll hit up a summary of it real quick. Um, the wretched is about this. I think he's like 17 year old kid who goes to spend time with his dad in somewhere. I don't remember where. <laughs> uh, 
but uh, he stumbles. Like, it's not really stumbles. Th throughout the story, he begins to realize that there's something up with his neighbor, um, namely that she has been replaced by a witch. And it's like it's. I think I think Cody, you said this on your your review. Uh, but I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna maybe steal it, and if I'm, yeah. <laughs> if I'm saying it wrong, you can correct me. But it's like a little bit, uh, Hocus Pocus, a little bit Disturbia. Yeah. It, uh, kind of mashed into one. 100%. But like, <laughs> Garrier. Yeah, it's kind of like they took, um, Hocus Pocus, because, like, I feel like this movie is still kind of goofy, um, in regards to how it is, but, like, the... They uh, how I stated in my review. They have witches. They have the kid protagonist, and they have the virgin. So it's just like it, it, it's kind of like uh, the kid is uh, like he said, sixteen or seventeen. But I don't know. I think he's one of the reasons why the movie wasn't ranked higher for me because I, he just seemed like a dick the entire time. <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> he was just kind of just meh. I I. I don't know. I didn't really feel like his character made anything better. He just kind of seemed like selfish and they like overplayed that aspect of him. And I was just like, and whatever. I, yeah. I, I think, you know, he was supposed to be like the, the typical teenager getting over his parents, like separating. Yeah. But it just kind of came off like all around his, his personality was just kind of shit. Yeah. Like, it, he, but uh, I, so t two things that I, I thought about the movie, and I watched this with Kate, and she really enjoyed it because it it kind of felt like like a like a teen kind of not, not like teen like sort of like a coming of age story ish, yeah. like a teen romantic comedy almost at some points, maybe not without without the comedy. Yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> I do I I do want to talk about the twist or quote unquote twist. Because I got some problems with it. The ending? Yeah, I guess, like... Uh, yeah, maybe twist isn't the right word, but we're... Spoiler... We blanket spoiled it earlier. Yeah. So Ian, <laughs> the, witch, the witch was inside us the whole time? <laughs> well, kind of. Yeah. It started in a deer, which was weird. Yeah. But, uh... So the witch, like, takes over people and then makes people around them forget about their children and then eats the kids... And like throughout the movie, this you, you assume that this the, the main character like Kyle Everteen or whatever the fuck, um, <laughs> you, you assume that he's like an only child. But then at the end, it turns out that he actually had a brother that the witch had already made him forget about. My problem with this is I I thought that was a, that would have been a good twist, but the brother seemed to be way too it, like it, wait like hold on what am I let me just. Bring that back in. That's some word garbage. Uh, the, the brother, he's like in the movie for too long after it reveals that he existed. Yeah, I agree. Because, yeah, like you would think that the the main character would have acted differently because he still at that point knew he had a brother. Yeah, I, I feel like they, they masked it pretty well by like showing specific scenes, like whenever they were like, hey, what are you doing here? And it was talking about the like the little brother, like they showed those scenes during the movie. So it kind of like pinpoints back that like he did have a brother, but it, it was just so weird that like, in my opinion, I felt like it was so weird that the witch was like very, like still wanting to fuck with the main character after she already took his brother. Like, why would she give a shit about him at that point? Like, 
you're just going to give yourself away if you're going to fucking mess around with like him still. I don't know. That that kind of threw me off. Um and like I I really enjoyed this movie. I think it's definitely a good movie to watch. I agree with like you, how you said like the coming of age. That's kind of like why I put it towards Disturbia, not because of like the peeping tom aspect of like him watching the neighbor type shit, but it's just like I don't know. I feel like Disturbia like that hit me back in like high school or whenever the hell it came out. I was just like, shit, this <laughs> yeah. movie's awesome. Like I, I can feel, I mean, look what happened to, um, what's his face. What's the Shia LaBeouf Shia now? <laughs> like, I mean, I, I'm kind of, I don't know. It might've been cool to end up like the way he is, but, um, like, I don't know. I just felt like connected to him where I didn't feel it with this movie, but I still gave it aspects of like Disturbia in, in my mind. Um, the twist I thought you were talking about was like the very end with like the, how they went into the, the witch ended up being inside of like the girlfriend at the end type of thing. Uh, yeah. I forgot. I kind of wrote that part off because I thought that was bullshit too. Yeah. I, I said like, I, I kind of thought it was like very easy to see. Um, but it kind of just gives it a feel of like evil never dies because like, uh, good, good endings to a horror movie or like feel good endings to a horror movie bullshit like it, you're not supposed to feel good you're supposed to get your like face chewed off by something or like fucking text chainsaw massacre cut you in half and it's just like he's still alive like that's just the fucking way it is <laughs> but but it so like i kind of pinpointed as like evil never dies shit um but i all I, I was still kind of just like eh, that's i could have done without it <laughs> Yeah, I, so, I definitely so, the very ending could have done without. But overall, I do agree. It's a good movie. It's entertaining. It's got some creepy aspects. Like the the design of the witch was really yeah. good. Yeah, and the fucking oh my god, the creature effects all together were so good. Like that that surprised me for like the rest of the movie production and everything. Um, the creature effects of like the the creaking and popping of like her joints and everything like yeah. that freaks you out. But then also like I don't know if you remember it specifically, but whenever the mom was like she heard like the baby crying and she like turned over and looked at the camera and then went back to sleep and then it showed like the witch's eyes like glaring in the camera. Yeah, that, fuck, yeah. that was nightmare fuel, man. <laughs> like I was watching, yeah, that, I was like, was holy good... shit. Like I don't know, like when I have kids, I don't know if I'm gonna get a fucking camera because I'm like I'm not or I'm not gonna look at it at night. It's just like baby, if you're the weakest link, then you're the weakest link. Like that's what happens. <laughs> Really into Darwin. I hate to break it to you, Cody, but the baby will always be the weakest <laughs> <That's> link. <true>. <laughs> <laughs> There's no if. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you never know. It could be fucking Harry Potter. You could have some crazy powers and shit. I mean, if there's witches, then there's wizards. Then shit's like, come on. Maybe my right, son will be fair. Harry Potter. <laughs> fair, fair point. Solid point. So I do, I do have a quick question. You said that you like think that happy endings are bullshit does that mean that like saw had a great ending in your mind or? i think saw um did well with what they had to be honest i'm a i'm a fan of the saw movies except for like not the most recent one spiral um since i don't even think that's out yet um i'm excited to see what that is though but the one before that i thought was stupid because i feel like as they went on they kind of just made the saw movies like like they went back in time before like the original ones, but the the original ones mm-hmm. like one of I don't know if you watched the the very last one made, but like all the tracks Jigsaw? Yeah. All of the shit that he had in that movie was so fucking advanced that like you go back to the first movie, and it's just like, Oh, I'm just gonna put two dudes in a fucking 
uh, bathroom together and make them saw their legs off. It's just like, what? Like, how is this the same, like, universe that that happened before this movie, technically? But I don't know. I thought I thought that was weird. But getting back on the topic, I, I think with, like, the whole aspect of Saul is just it was supposed to be a lesson. Um, I, I like that. Because I, I, it's still, even though, like, yeah, it's a happy ending. I got out. I survived. I learned my lesson. But it's just, like, how many people just died in the wake of this? How much blood... Uh, fingers that I lose, like shit like that happen. Like those people, regardless of getting out of the trap, are going to be fucked for the rest of their life. Like they're not going to just walk out and be like, time to go back to work. Like they're, they're going to be, <laughs> you don't just shrug that one off. Yeah. Like you're going to be mentally fucked for the rest of your life looking behind you. So I'm okay with it ending with people surviving because no matter what. And I mean, even like with Texas Chainsaw Massacre and like in other movies, like not everyone always survives. So it's just like, but if mm-hmm. the one person that did survive, like, they're not going to be all right. They're probably going to be the next killer or some shit like that it, later on down the road in a movie. Like, that that shit's going to stay with them. So most of the time, I'm not meaning, like, everyone has to survive. But, like, and I agree whenever Connor said the thing about this being a teen coming of age movie. So that that kind of fueled the way that the ending was, in my opinion, because it wasn't going to be like a, a hardcore horror movie the whole time. But like the 50 50 shot of it being a horror movie half the time worked perfectly. The 50 percent of it being uh, a teen feel like feel good coming of age movie. That's where it lost some of the ranking for me. Yeah, I absolutely agree. But all in all, like it was entertaining. I'll yeah, say, for definitely. sure. I I mean, if you ha- if you're in the need for a, a horror movie, 100% watch The Wretched. Like that movie, it was good. It was 100% good. It just wasn't 100% on the horror scale for me. <laughs> like it wasn't something that I'm gonna be like. And I and I've come to terms with that this October because a lot of the old like the, a lot of the horror movies that I'm watching have like kind of been some of the ones that aren't like necessarily like slashers and stuff. They're more like psychological or just like um, coming of age ones and stuff like that. So, I mean, you kind of run out of shit after a while. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So there's only, there's only so many. I kind of, I don't quite uh, watch the movies to the extent you do in in October, but I definitely try to, you know, watch a ton of horror movies uh, every October, especially since we started doing this. Um, but that's, so, so Kate doesn't really mind horror movies, but she complains when I make her watch them because <laughs> the majority of the time they are shit. Yeah. And it's, it's very hard, at least because I go for more like supernatural kind of haunting yeah. or like monster movies. I've never been super into slashers. I mean, they're fine, but I just don't really find them scary. Um, and I'm trying to get spooked, you know, but for, for at least for like the supernatural monster movies, it's, it's like a dime a dozen is that does that mean it's in does that mean low low odds uh, yeah that means that that they're very generic and you can find them pretty yeah uh, well okay let me well, dime a dozen for them being shit and then like needle in the haystack to find a really good one agreed i i think and, and i think it's the yeah. easiest one to fudge to be honest with you like how many haunting tales resemble like paranormal activity now that paranormal activity was like one of the big ones like it, it you you can't like what is that saying you can't throw a dead cat without hitting a, a paranormal movie or some shit like can't that s- can't swing a dead yeah. cat yeah so it's just like you're you're gonna obviously when someone sets the tone for it and i'm sure there was like um a fucking movie called like paranormal inactivity or some stupid shit like that like they they try to cop what 
was famous off of something else. So it's like I I think I accidentally turned on something that's it was paranormal something else that wasn't activity. Uh, I think I accidentally turned it on thinking it was paranormal activity back in like the early stages of Netflix thinking that it was the movie and it took me like 15 minutes to be like this this movie is garbage <laughs> what what the fuck is this and then i checked i'm like oh these sons yeah. of bitches was it uh it, it's paranormal entity i think i think that i remember was it, seeing yeah. like in the cover of it or like the netflix cover it looks exactly like paranormal <laughs> activities like with the blue camera or whatever like they knew mm-hmm. what they were doing they were trying to so i i, I want to i'll 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 start the discussion and I'll have a fight here. <laughs> I did not like paranormal activity at all. Thought it was dumb. So I was actually, I was going to put it in my review, but I bitched out. I was going to put, I, I might have actually said something like close to it. Um, but I like host more than paranormal activity. I think it was done better. I, yeah, I put at the end of it, I put, I would watch this movie over paranormal activity any day. So like, in all honesty, I would. I, I think Paranormal Activity is one of those movies where, like, they take the horror genre's, like, biggest flaw of just having shit happen in the last 15 minutes of a fucking movie, and they ran with it on that one. And, I mean, that's all you're watching it for. You're watching, like, I don't give a fuck about these people and their family and shit. Like, I want to see the ghost. Uh, Damn. The- <laughs> The build-up, I I have to. I'm actually on the side of Connor here. The I thought the Paranormal Activity was one of the more overrated yeah. movies I've seen, mostly because the just all of the backstory that they provided seemed ridiculous to me. Like the idea that you don't share the news that you were haunted by a fucking demon yeah. as a child. That doesn't come up at all in the years that you're dating before you get married. (laughs) Um, And then there's the fact that, like, he apparently just never goes back and ever checks the fucking videos. Because because the fucking Ouija board catches on fire with no one there. Like, Yeah, that's one of my least favorite things about horror movies, too, is whenever they completely just are oblivious to the biggest things. It's just like, fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, come yeah, on. Like when someone's acting yeah, totally I... irrationally, it just takes you... Like, you don't really feel for them anymore. Yeah. It's better to be in situations where you'd be like, okay, well, I would do this, and they're still going to get their head cut off or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the it's one of those things where when you... When, when it's very clear that you would also get fucked up by this, that is what makes it a lot scarier. That having been said, I thought that the when they actually did get to the fucking point in paranormal activity where they had when I thought the most effective thing besides like the iconic throw through the mm-hmm. doorway uh I thought the the video of her just standing over him as the clock on the in the video in the bottom right just sped through and she was just motionless yeah. as they were doing it i thought that that was a very effective technique that they did in that but other than that i thought it was pretty pretty like i, I mean it was different but it, it didn't seem nearly as effective as everyone made it out to be so here's here's my other problem with paranormal activity and this is actually kind of an okay segue um it it 
it like kind of spawned or started this whole horror movie idea where for like the next three years every single horror movie was like this is a true story yeah this all of this happened there's no even kind of like plot or comedy aspects or even just anything entertaining it's just found footage of ghosts and my favorite movie is insidious or my favorite horror movie i think is insidious because that was the first movie i saw that kind of broke that cycle um but that's not what i want to talk about because i want to talk about uh, the 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 uh, uh fuck what was it called the the taking of deborah logan yeah a found footage horror movie which oh. ian did you watch this one i did not know God damn it! Which okay, well maybe we'll, we'll maybe we'll backburn <laughs> no. that one for now because I feel like Cody and I talked a lot. About no, that. go go ahead. I I'll be honest the, the the taking of Deborah Logan I just wasn't the least bit Dude, interested. It in. looks like when you see the the shit for it. Like whenever I I've seen this movie on like Amazon Prime for so long, and I was like, I'm not watching another taking movie. Like whatever. But like the artwork for it looks generic as hell but in my opinion i liked it i honestly liked it a lot <laughs> i don't know about you connor but like really? i thought i dug it i really did so i absolutely hate found footage movies but i think the genre they work best for is is definitely horror and this one was done pretty well i mean i think probably one of the best ones i've seen yeah Looking i agree at you cloverfield you piece of oh, shit, shit. camera the whole time <laughs> see um, found footage movies but, are they're just easy to produce coming at tj miller like that <laughs> uh but yeah I, I i do agree i mean it was it was good it had a it had a solid story um which just, just the idea of like thinking someone has very aggressive alzheimer's and it actually is like a possession story. Um, it, it's just, it's good. I, th- I like that as a concept. Uh, you know, there's a little bit too, more to it than that. It's not like a demonic possession, which I was kind of expecting. And then yeah. so the, the backstory there from the movie is pretty good. Um, and I will say, it, it I don't think it was necessarily that scary. I mean, conceptually, yes. But like as far as, you know, imagery, yeah. or like, you know, visuals that get you. It, until... The, in the cave, yeah. where they like the camera pans over and she's just like snake mouth trying to eat a kid. kid yeah, that was fucked. <laughs> I did not expect that, yeah. and that was genuinely unsettling. Yeah, I agree. I was whenever I saw that because I I fucked that one up for myself and I watched the trailer and that's in the trailer and I was just like, oh no. shit, this looks scary. But um, and I try not to watch the fucking trailers, but like sometimes, like especially for this movie, like whenever I saw um like the 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 name of it and like the picture for the cover art and shit i was like do i really want to watch this but it was rated high and i was like fuck i'll give it a shot but like i agree i don't think it was that scary i think it's kind of like just seeing like this old lady go through some shit but then whenever stuff hits the fan and like you end up seeing like her i like this movie a lot because in most found footage movies and someone's like possessed or something's happening to them only the people behind the camera see it like i feel like that's always what it is like people like elsewhere do not see 
someone fucking um, going through shit, their skin ripping off, shit like that. But, like, in this movie, like, she was in the hospital, like, talking in a super fucking deep voice. Like, the cops saw her. Like, she ended up killing cops. Like, s- stuff like that shit happened. And I was like, that that kind of brought it back into perspective for me because I was like, that's kind of cool. I like whenever they make it seem like, oh, only this camera crew saw it. Now they're dead and we found their footage, like, type of shit. Like, I like yeah, that. Yeah, and this one, she's dealing with authorities at the hospital, you know, doing all that. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. That was a good aspect. Yeah, I, I really dug that. And I mean, um, honestly, like the the interview parts, um, I, I'll name drop a movie um, real quick. And I don't know if you guys have seen it, but Hell House LLC. Nope. Nope. So it's a found footage film as well. It's a very, very good one, I would say, for you guys to watch as well. But um, the one thing that I really liked about Hell House LLC is they made it. It was kind of like supposed to be like a found footage type movie, but it ended up being like documentary style. And it was like you were watching a documentary about like the the Hell House type shit. So I liked that because it was just like it's like we're putting this in perspective like i know it's not real but the thing that they're making is like a documentary about something fictional so i like that i thought that was cool the the thing i didn't like about in in hell house llc the interview parts were great like the people like the that were doing it like there was an author talking like someone else talking and like they were believable like they were 100 percent believable but like in this movie and the taking of Deborah Logan, I thought like the film crew was kind of shitty. <laughs> I thought the interview parts were stupid and the, there was a douchebag like film crew member that was on it in, in the movie. And I was, I didn't, I didn't dig like him. I didn't like that character aspect of the movie, but, um, the, yeah, I feel like it definitely could have gone without that. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, because I understand being, like, freaked out and being like, yo, I'm fucking out of here. I'm not, like, letting this old bitch eat me. But, like, come on. Like, you don't have to be an asshole the entire time. Like, I understand what they're doing with it. They're trying to make it more, like, like reasonable. Like, you're going to say, oh, this is actually real. Like, these are real people's thoughts and shit like that. But it's just, like, whenever they get too far into it, it just, like, feels fake. Like, and that's not what I want in a movie. I want a, a movie that makes me feel like, oh, this actually could be real. Um, but... I don't know. I, I, I like the movie. I would definitely say um, for you to watch it, Ian, if, if you're into found footage movies or, like, you need a movie to watch this this year because I, I thought it was good. But um, – and, and the twist at the end was weird to me. Like, the fact that, like, the groundskeeper was, like, the dad – like, the husband the entire time. And, like, why the fuck didn't we know that the entire time? Like, they made it seem like he was just the neighbor. And then they were, like – then whenever shit happens to him, the like the daughter's like, oh, dad, he's my dad and shit. And you're just like, wait, where the fuck did that come from? Like, <laughs> like oh, I just assumed she was lying to see him. But maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't really pay attention to that. It, it was weird. Like close to the end, they were just kind of like, hey, like whenever he goes in because he was trying to stop them from filming her the whole time. But they were just saying he was like the neighbor that helped her with like the groundskeeping and shit. Mm-hmm. And then whenever he's trying to break her out of the hospital and she like fucking throws a TV at the back of his fucking head. I was kind of like, um, uh, what? <laughs> that was, that's weird. I don't know. And then, the, then they said something about it being her dad and shit. And I was just like, I'm not following, <laughs> but definitely for the horror aspects of the movie, I'd give it, I give it a two thumbs up. <laughs> yes, it was, it was good. 
So, Ian, Good to hear. do you have a movie that you want to talk about off the, <laughs> off the list? There is, and this is <laughs> this is actually the one that I really wanted to talk about because this is one of my favorite horror movies, and I wanted to add, I wanted, I had a bone to pick with Cody. Why did Silence of the Lambs not get five uh, five stars? Is it because it wasn't scary enough? Uh, <laughs> so I'm not going to sit here and say that Silence of the Lambs isn't a good movie. Silence of the Lambs is a good movie, but. Whenever I rate like um, horror movies, I try to do it on a perspective. Obviously, it's my own <laughs> my own thoughts, so mm-hmm. I'm not putting the perspective that like a movie has 100 percent on Rotten Tomatoes and I give it a one. <laughs> like I'm I'm gonna give it what the fuck I want, but um, and that movie's fucked up. I mean, like B- Buffalo Bill's fucking crazy. Like all the shit, and I don't know. It it's crazy. I don't know. I don't. From from my memory of of uh, Science of the Lambs is, it's, I mean it's it's kind of disturbing. But yeah. It's, it's wouldn't be scary enough for me. I think. Would I be agree. My biggest takeaway. Well, that's that that's what I assumed the case was, but I just wanted to check in check on that because I was I was a little concerned you weren't giving it nearly enough credit for the most I would argue the most iconic killer in horror yeah. history with Hannibal Lecter. I, I would say that he's definitely up there. And I mean, the the scene, um, and they actually did something in Pittsburgh last year where they like recreated the uh, jail cell up in Pittsburgh and like had the, the cop that mm-hmm. like gets disemboweled and shit there. Like the actor, like, <sighs> yeah, I didn't get to go to it, but it, I was really wanting to. But that scene goes down as one of the coolest scenes to me. It's just like he's in oh, he's in the fucking cell and like they're like they have him just in this giant area in there and then they come in and he somehow got that cop to like I don't know. That was just crazy that he fucking just disemboweled him and hung him from his cell. Like like yeah. that's when you know like this guy's fucked up. But I agree with Connor because I didn't think it was scary. Um it's definitely an iconic movie. It's definitely a great movie. Um, I usually, I don't well, get very the, many fives either, my, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. My, my question then is, so that I would say that's probably the, like the definition of a psychological yeah. horror because it, it's because psychological horrors seem to very much border on thriller just I with agree. the, a lot of it is more just the, the terror that you have yourself and what's going to happen next. Uh, and like, how how could they possibly escape this? What is, is there a psychological horror that you would put sort of up there as like, m- maybe not like as good a movie, just overall quality, but like a scarier psychological horror that comes to mind? Honestly, like, I think something with um, with Sounds of the Lambs too. Um, not like the second movie, but just go, reiterating back to Silence of the Lambs. I, I feel like there was a lot of like creepy aspects, but the, a lot of the time I didn't feel like unless it was like a part where it was actually showing uh, Hannibal Lecter and he was like talking and like something was happening. I didn't feel like it was that scary of a movie. So like I think it was like a thriller because it was kind of more based off of like the cop's perspective. So like not to compare it to Law and Order SVU, but it's like 
hey, <laughs> we're going to follow these cops around. They're going to see this person. So whenever I want like a psychological horror, I would prefer it to be something along the lines of like mental health, um, them thinking they see shit and then like end up like being the bad person in the movie. Like so being like the killer or something because they think that like shit's happening or they think that this person is going to try to kill them. So they do something like that. Like getting into your actual psyche and like fucking with you is what I really like in psychological thrillers um, or horror thrillers or horror psychological horror movies. But like whenever it's just like a, a psychological thriller, like um, sounds of the lambs definitely have the blood and gore to make it a horror movie. I won't take that away from it, but um and that's where I kind of I get it kind of shitty with movies because I'm like, uh, is this really a horror movie? Because it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, mm, I don't know. But to be honest with you, I don't even know if I have a movie that I would say would be a good psychological horror movie that I would put against that. And no way in hell am I talking shit on Silence of the Lambs. It's a fantastic movie. It deserves every good ranking that's ever gotten. But it's just not one of those movies. Like whenever I go into October, I kind of depress myself a little bit because I'm like, why the fuck did I pick this movie? Like, I want to be scared. I want to find a movie that actually fucking freaks me mm -hmm. out. And like, I would give... Honestly, the, the type of like psychological horror, I, in my opinion, is kind of like um, The Shining. Um, I would. I, oh, that's a that's a great. Yeah, choice, I would yeah. put that above Silence of the Lambs because it's just like the family trapped inside of a hotel because of a, a weather storm. And it's just like the dad's just going fucking crazy. And he's like turning insane and like talking to people who, who aren't there and like reflecting the, the attitude of someone that previously did the same exact thing that he's trying to do, like try to kill his family and shit. Like he talks to that guy in the bathroom at one point and he's just like talking about, it, I don't know it, that reflection that like going deep into a, a plot story the, just fucks with me. The descent into yeah, madness. Exactly. That that's what I want. I want like if the cop would have descended into madness and like fallen in love with Buffalo Bill or some stupid shit like that. I don't know. That might have made it like a little bit crazier. But like I said, um, definitely. I, and I mean, I, if I would have given Sounds of the Lambs any less than a four out of five on my scale, I would would kick my own ass because that's that's dumb it's it's a fantastic <laughs> movie i won't won't ever talk shit about silence of the lambs but it's just one of those movies where i feel like i would prefer to watch that like any other time other than october yeah i i get what you're saying i suppose i mostly just keep in mind the i'm normally thinking of the two two particular aspects of it are the the scenes where Clarice and Lecter are having the discussions, I think it just leaves just sort of a, a feeling of dread and discomfort anytime yeah. you listen to him dis talking about it. And then also the the scene that immediately comes to mind that I think may push it more towards the horror side, but I can see why it may not be, is the is the night vision scene. Where you have the view of the person, you are point of view stalking Clarice mm -hmm. throughout the house in night vision. Yeah, that those definitely fuck with you, and that's why I will hundred percent still consider it a horror movie. Um, not like just because of the blood and gore, but like 
they do give really good aspects of making you feel awkward. And, and that's what I, I like. And that's kind of like what Hereditary did too. Cause, um, I feel like Hereditary kind of moves in between not just, um, like paranormal stuff and like demon stuff, but also like psychological because it just kind of like everyone's dealing with shit after like the daughter dies. And like, uh, it's kind of like back and forth with that, but like the aspects that they, they give you and stuff, it just like, I don't know. It's like pervy horror, like in, in silence of the lambs. <laughs> it's, uh, it's weird, yeah, but it's just like that's... with Buffalo bill and like the whole, like keeping the person in the basement and then like following Clarice around and shit like that. Like it, it, it I would consider it like pervy horror. It's just, it's fucking weird, but um, it's not something that, that I would like worry about if like I was in a horror movie, I guess, I, I don't know. It's kind of like one of those mm-hmm. things, like someone asked me the other day, like who would you rather deal with in like a world? Would it be like Michael Myers? Would it be Freddie? Would it be uh Texas Chainsaw Massacre? And someone said Leatherface. I was like, you have to be in like fucking Texas to deal with him. Like he isn't going to come all the way up to fucking West Virginia to grab your ass. Like, like <laughs> you're not going to worry about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I, I kind of gave it like, obviously Freddie is like one, but like you can technically like take medication, I guess not the dream and shit. And if you never heard of him, then you're not going to have to deal with him. Uh, the, the one thing that I said is just like Michael Myers is like, that motherfucker doesn't die. <laughs> like, and, and like, you can say that about like Jason too, but like, I'm not going to camp crystal Lake. Like if I know people died there, I'm not going to be like, yo, let's go. Like, so it's like yeah. with Michael, Michael Myers does have like the range. He's got the area. Yeah. He can cover some ground. Yeah. And he's just like, and I mean, I know Haddonfield's a fake area and shit like that, that like a fake plot that they made, but it's just like, I don't know with him. It's just like, if he wants you, he's going to get you <laughs> like it's always been his thing it's just like like and it, it mostly was his sister and like his family so i guess if you're not his family you're not really fucked unless you get in his way but like uh put it in the perspective if i'm in a world where i'm like that character i wouldn't want to deal with him because i would never feel like i would ever be safe in my opinion did you uh did you watch it follows yes that movie's fucking great uh, that movie yeah, is that... so good that's a pervy horror yeah, movie have you seen that <laughs> Yeah, yeah that that was that was a pretty good one. That's one of the of the better ones I've seen in the last couple of years. I'm a hell. It could have been more than a couple of years ago. Time is meaningless now. I think it. I think it. It's been. I think 2018 was it? Maybe. I don't know. It it came out in 2014. 2014. 2014. Holy <laughs> shit! I'm way off. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it is. It is. I remember. I I don't know why I didn't think of that. I watched it in my old apartment but i didn't see it until 2018 i don't think but it's yeah it's uh i think you want to talk about a movie that just leaves you with this feeling of dread like just any it 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 leaves you just staring at the background It, it is the most effective i've seen of any horror movie at making you want to see the background yeah. at all times. It, it, and it's so wild because like when you think about that, that type of movie and like the whole basis of the movie is like sexually transmitted diseases <laughs> and like how they're coming right. back to haunt you. And I mean, that could be the good thing of like taking a real life horror, like something that 
haunts people and then putting it into a perspective of a horror movie and like that's a good clash like i i give them props for like thinking about that but like i'm a hoe for like 80s movies man so like them them bringing back the 80s in that movie and like making it like old school and shit like i love that stuff so that movie in all honesty i'd probably give that a five out of five like i loved that movie it it hit me in a good way (laughs) and just conceptually that's it's it's terrifying because even when you get rid of it you're never not certain that it can it's going to come back to you yeah because it's just like a chain exactly so that that's one of those it's kind of like michael myers like you said you got to literally be looking over your shoulder for the rest of your life exactly and that's and it can look like your mom or whatever so it's it's like a double whammy and like just not even talking about like the whole um std shit but like going to the actual like horror aspect of the movie where it's just like if you kill yourself it will go back to the last person. So you have to like deal with that shit. Like if, well, I guess you don't have to deal with it cause you're dead if you kill yourself. But like, like if, if you end up killing yourself or getting killed by it, it's going to go back to the next person and it's going to continue haunting back from like person to person. And, and like, it's like fucking tag. It's just like, Hey tag, you're it just bones you. Now you're going to get haunted and possibly killed. Like, I don't know that that aspect. And like you said, like always watching over your shoulder, because like, what about if that it does catch up to that person or that person kills himself? It's going to come back for me. So you're never safe. Like, um, and I guess that's the truth of like STDs as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's a question for you guys. Um, we'll probably have to wrap it up here in the near future. But for right now. So this is a world where like girlfriends, fiancés, wives don't exist. Like you are a single person with no attachments to anyone and you get the it's follows demon or whatever it is do you just do you try to send it like on its way like just go out bang somebody and hope they're going to continue the chain or would you rather like you deal with it yourself for the rest of your life because at least in that second situation you, you don't have to really live in as much fear yeah because you don't have to worry about it just like randomly popping up because like I guess in like the the movie aspect of it, whenever they ended up um, like screwing someone else and like leaving, like they obviously felt like, oh, I'm safe for now. But like like you said, it can also come back and haunt you. You have to be looking over your shoulder um, at all times. And like, what about if you're like just randomly somewhere not paying attention and it just kills you automatically? So it's I guess that would be the best part is it just randomly killing you and you didn't know it was still after <laughs> just you. Like you. It's just like, ah, oh, well, I guess that's it. it. Yeah. But um you know what? You know what this reminds me of? That old internet question about the death snail. Did you ever hear about that? Yeah, I think what I know what you're it? talking about, but I can't. I can't quote. quote Where? It. Okay. So. I remember. The, I know what it is. It's. Yeah. It's. So, for anyone listening, it's a question: Would you accept ten million dollars if it also meant that there was a hyper intelligent snail? That was chasing after you for the rest of your life, and if it ever touched you, it would kill you. That is very similar, but I feel like the snail would be—I don't know if it would be less scary because it's so small. <laughs> yeah, but how big a snail are we talking? Like your average. I mean, it's just—it's a regular snail. Okay. Just a regular. I mean, it's not going to make very much ground, but the, like I don't know enough about snails not to be scared. Like, <laughs> like how much ground does that motherfucker like make in like a day, or does it sleep? Like, I don't know. Well, the well the thing is, if it's hyper intelligent, it could catch a ride on a oh, car. Oh shit! That's it could true. catch a ride on a plane. Uh, no, I didn't think about that. 
So, where is the snail when I accept the money? Like when I accept a bet, do I am I do I get to see the it? snail, or are they just like <laughs> it's out there? Good luck. That's a good question. I I I think that you are made aware of where it is, and that's that's it. So can I like wait just for like, it and then like have super glue on the ground all around me? And then just get trap it. I guess yeah. Are there rules to this to this question? I mean, you can you can try to trap it. I and suppose it out the mini like... gun and <laughs> kills you. It is it is a hyper intelligent snail though, so that's worth keeping in mind. So it might it might be aware of the trap that you're laying for it and evade it. Oh yeah, shit! Yeah, you're right. This isn't just a snail. This <laughs> it's fucking I... the Terminator snail. <laughs> exactly see i don't know if i like because i was gonna say you could just like fly places and be like so long snail i'll see you in three years or whatever but then if it gets on the same airplane your point about it like hitching rides then you're just on an airplane with this snail damn then you're fucked if it catches the same airplane as you you're trapped in an enclosed space i guess like you can go to the extent of being like, I'll just travel to like Mexico and like hide out somewhere random, like with the money that I got. But then it also begs the question is like, how hyper intelligent is this fucking snail? Is it going to like, does it always know it, where you just, are? Can it like grow fingers? Yes. Oh, it knows it, where it you are. Always, it is always aware of where nah, you are. I'm huh. good. I'm not going to accept. Like if it was like 10 mil, maybe I'd take my chances, but like 10,000. Nah. <laughs> Fuck this. No, it was it was ten. ten mil. Okay, yeah, I'll do it. Oh no. <laughs> Fuck it. No, Let's you go. got the snail. <laughs> There's no reason why you would have to subject who would subject themselves to that sort of anxiety I know, I know. I would for ten thousand that. dollars. That's, mm. that's that's not even <laughs> a full year's pay at minimum wage. Yeah, that- <laughs> It's just like for a death snail. It's like, well, I paid off half of my car, so I guess that's good. Snail, please leave me alone. Can't you see I'm broke? <laughs> now I, <laughs> I only, needed this money. Now I only owe fifty thousand dollars. So if it's hyper intelligent, can I talk it out of killing me? Ooh. No, <laughs> it's, oh, it can't it's, be reasoned with. Like I'll give it, I'll give it no, like its entire purpose <laughs> is to catch you and kill. I will you. give it a grand. That though. is, like, that's like how it. How how <laughs> how much will a snail need to like survive? So like a grand, I think, would be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so wh- its entire purpose and survival yeah. is dependent upon killing you. <laughs> it's like the Mister Meeseeks, oh my God. where its goal is to murder you. <laughs> Oh shit! No, I, definitely not for ten thousand. For ten million, like maybe I can pay someone to like assassinate it or something like that. I guess I could kill it. Oh myself. yeah, can you kill it? I guess you probably can't kill it. Yeah, you, I don't think you can kill it. They should make it a cockroach. You, otherwise, then, like, you just cockroaches are supposed to like be able to live through like nuclear the bombs and shit. Yeah, I think I think the reason it's an armored it's cockroach. meant to be a. Uh, a, a snail is because it's slow, it's yeah. slow. So like, the reason why it would have it couldn't really get into a like if you can get away from it easily. Whereas a cockroach is actually pretty yeah. fast. Think about a cockroach just beelining it, it down the road at you, just like oh fuck, that's the cockroach. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, hold on, I want to go back. You you end up going to New York City. You're like, oh my god, which yeah, one is no, it? I can't deal with so, this. 
Cody, when when we mentioned killing the snail, I just want to touch on this real quick. You immediately went for the nuclear option. <laughs> no, uh, so I said <laughs> What's it up would, with that? I said it would be better to Well, I first said assassinate, but whenever I said something about like a cockroach because I I was thinking that they could live through anything. But I I mean, if it gets yeah. to the point where this motherfucker's not leaving you alone, like I'm, I'm a nuke his ass. Like, <laughs> like bring him out to like wherever they do the testing facilities and just fucking be like, hey, I'm here. And then like fucking send the nuke in. <laughs> <laughs> and just get out of there. Time it right. So the shows up. <laughs> or Indiana Jones your way out in a fridge. Yeah. Just fucking like uh, camp out. So I had two additional questions before we finish okay. this off. Yes. One. And they're both horror-related, just to stick with the theme of the episode. One, are there any sort of, like, horror shows that you spend much time watching or into? I know that, like, The Strain was a popular one for a while. Uh, Connor and I talked about uh, The Haunting of Hill House, and we're about to talk about The Haunting of Blind Manor. Uh, just something, anything of that nature. I like The Haunting of Hill House a lot. I I really dug that movie. Um I haven't watched Bly Manor yet, so that's one I have to get. I, I feel like that's where it comes into the equation, like how we talked about earlier, where it's like sometimes whenever it's too long, it like loses interest because they add too much to it. So like I feel like having it spread off of a bunch of different episodes, horror TV shows kind of like lose the aspect where I'm like very afraid mm-hmm. of it. I'm not a huge fan of um, the American Horror Story show. I don't know about you guys, but like, I don't know. They they never really. Yeah, I tried to get interest. into American Horror Story and just I couldn't really. I liked the first two seasons, and then it just really fell off after that point. I don't really know of like any other. I like try to just Google it right now to see if I can find any other like horror shows. Um, I know they had like that one. Like a lot of them are like coming of age ones. Like I would consider Sabrina like that would be kind of like horror-ish because like the demons and the devil, but it was also like we talked about, it's just kind of like built around teens Mm -hmm. and like all that stuff. Like I, I wouldn't, I don't even know if there would be one where it's just like, fuck it's this is a horror movie the entire time the haunting of hill house was really good at at doing similar stuff in in like what i'm talking about where it's like they they gave you stuff to like wonder it kind of had like it follows like for the one brother like i felt like he was kind Mm -hmm. of like dealing with that type of shit so like i i can see that show probably that definitely is the best one in my opinion but like there's like ash versus the evil dead um but i mean Scream on MTV, I think. Oh uh, yeah, that does exist. I tried to watch that too. It's I didn't like it very much. <laughs> I was it not was any it good. Scream well, it's, Queens, it's one of those things like Cody just said. Is, yeah, like you, when you draw it out over you know multiple seasons, even it just kind of loses its luster, which I know is contradictory to what we talked about last week of like mini like because Ian and I decided it was last week or two weeks ago that we really did like at least for the haunting series horror done that way where it, it gives you kind of little the episodic look into characters while still mm-hmm. maintaining a good like aura of spookiness i guess uh, yeah coin that term i guess like um, for like the haunting versions it would be awesome because then you get to learn more and more about like the lore but i feel like if you would try to do it as like a slasher i don't understand how that would work yeah 
Yeah, I th- I think it works more as like a mini series. Yeah. It's good, but if you try and do like multiple seasons, it just seems kind of strange. Yeah, I think I think both the haunting. So Cody, you should definitely watch Bly Manor. I think it it was better than Hill House. Okay. Um, Ian, did you finish it yet? I have two more episodes. Unless something changes in the last two episodes, which I mean, it very easily could. Uh, I think I preferred Hill House. Oh, we we clearly have a debate to have <laughs> next week. I mean, once again, though, the best episode is halfway through the season. I'm gonna have to start um, that. <laughs> I don't remember which one you're talking about, but we'll we'll get there. I mean, what was your second question? Yeah, we will. So my second question is the the king of horror, Mister Stephen King. Uh, what is there like anything in particular that you? I'm not sure if you like to read horror or maybe an adaptation of his that you find to be your f- personal favorite. I mean, but I just feel like you can't can't really discuss horror and horror movies and the horror genre without bringing him up. I feel like in regards to something, and like it's obviously like Stephen King has rubbed off into a lot of other people, like with like Jordan Peele stuff. I feel like he kind of has a Stephen King aspect to his movies. Cause there are a lot of like psychological thrillers. Um, and obviously Jordan Peele is like a fucking genius when it comes to horror movies with like us. Uh, and, um, what was the other one? Get out. Get yeah. out. Um, with us and get out. I mean, those movies are fantastic. And like Stephen King obviously has written a lot of stuff. I was actually talking about him yesterday and how kind of fucked up he is. Because, like... A oh, lo- yeah, definitely real fucked up. Yeah, because, like, I mean, um, we watched, like... Uh, have you guys watched Salem's Lot? Not, the like, the OG three-hour one, but, like, the one with... Um, I can't remember any fucking actors' names right now. Uh, I have not watched either, so... I, I have not. Uh, I'm actually about to read the, the book. It's the next on my... It's the next thing on my yeah, shelf. Yeah, but, like, even with, like, it... Like, there's so much stuff that they didn't put in there that he talks about in his book. Like, like not to get, like, too fucking weird, but, like, um, a lot of people thought, like, in the second movie um, or the, the new app da- adaptation, I thought, like, the kid characters were a lot better. I, I love the, the It movies. Um, I've read through the It book, too. Um, so, like, I, mm-hmm. it was one of, like, my favorites, and it might have just been, like, because everyone did, but, um, with, with it, there was a lot of stuff that, like, you didn't hear about, and, like, I don't know if you guys know, but, like, all of, um, Stephen King's movies are in the same universe, and that, like, the overall yep. ruler is supposed to be, like, the giant turtle, <laughs> so it's just, like, and that's what, if, in the It movies, he talks about it, and I'm pretty sure... I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they talk about it in The Shining as well. So they're, like, pulling them all together and, like, making this, like, grand scheme of things where, like, there there's a lot of evil. But in the Stephen King um, books, like, he goes, and I don't know what it is, but he gets real pervy a lot. And he does a lot of really weird things in it. And you know the scene mm-hmm. in like the woods whenever they are they fight the the bully and they throw rocks at him in the it yeah. movie yeah the oh uh, we i we've both i think we've both read okay it before, so you know the orgy so think... was supposed to happen right before that like a kid orgy was yeah. written in his book that's fucking weird but like oh yeah I mean, we had a whole episode on it and we talked we talked about the kid orgy quite a lot yeah like 
for like, like 10 what? minutes. It was it was really weird. We were we were uncomfortable. Yeah, he writes a lot of like weird shit. And that's what like someone was saying like this movie's so weird or like we were watching um Salem's Lot and they were like this is weird. I was like this isn't even half of what was more than likely in that book. Like I bet you there was so much mm-hmm. weird shit in that book. Um I will report back to you. Okay. <laughs> But I I do really like Stephen King. I I'll say that all of his apt- adaptations. Obviously, I talked about The Shining is amazing. Um, Carrie is a good. I haven't read anything other than it, but like Carrie is an amazing adaptation. Um, it was an amazing adaptation. So Pet Cemetery too. I just thought about that. I I dig. Yeah, Pet we just Cemetery. talked about that last week actually, or two weeks ago. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he obviously circle. writes fantastic stories, even though they might be fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, he's just, he's a weird dude, yeah. but he's, he's found his niche and he's good at it, yeah. so. Mm-hmm. His ability to just sort of pump them out endlessly, uh, even when he's no longer on cocaine, <laughs> uh, it's pretty impressive. All right. Well, now I think it's probably time we wrap this up. This has been our longest episode to date. Yeah, I can't get me to yep. shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely. Uh, thanks for coming on. This has been probably one of our most structured and like. <laughs> well, I guess I'll, I'll have to listen to it back while I'm editing. Yeah. So I can't say that yet, but it feels like we were we got a lot covered. I mean, we knocked out probably like. Uh, eight to ten twelve movies maybe yeah we we Um, jumped around a lot so that was fun this is good this is the the epic halloween episode and that's what it's going to be called sweet probably (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah uh we'll go around and we'll do some plugs i know you cody you probably have one we've mentioned it multiple times yeah uh definitely i've been doing it for a couple years now but uh definitely go follow lachinsky reviews on uh instagram i only do instagram i don't do anything else it's easier just to post pictures of my notepad and on my phone and pictures of the the cover art but definitely give me a follow on there obviously give these dudes a follow i'm gonna post this on um my instagram too that i was on here so when you guys release it i'll post the link in my description and shit so people can listen to it if i mean i'm only getting like 10 to 15 likes a movie so don't expect too fucking much but but, oh man that's like 10 to 15 more listeners than we have probably (laughs) there there you go so i mean we can just play off each other but it was fucking fun i really enjoy talking about horror movies especially with you dudes so um thanks for having me on for sure yeah of course uh ian thanks for coming on uh i also do a sports gambling podcast uh Fade the public. We'll see if we actually, if I can get Ryan's sorry ass to actually record this week. We'll keep you posted. <laughs> all right, cool. Um, and then I don't, I don't do anything. This is all I have in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, thanks for Cody. Please keep that in mind, Kate. <laughs> uh, Kate, don't listen to that last part. I didn't say anything. So yeah, once again, Cody, thanks for being here. Uh, we'll definitely have to have you back for sure. I'd um, love to. And to everybody else, thanks for listening. Until next time. Until next time? Next time.